We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. This thing up, post-game live, Friday night Knicks, late night post-game show. CP holding it down on the solo dolo flight. CP Digital tonight. This is Knicks Post Game Live. Number one post game show on social media for the Knicks fan by the Knicks fan. If you're a diehard Knicks fan who loves to talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post game live fan discussions featuring live callers, hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss the next one. But this is a game if you're a Knicks fan that you probably did want to skip. Knicks get absolutely washed, destroyed, obliterated by the Houston Rockets tonight. 120 to 96. Man. I mean, listen, we we knew what this game was going to be. We knew what the result was going to be. It was it was just a matter of how much would the would the uh, would the deficit be? How much would the would the would they lose by? And uh, it was ugly, man. This one was so ugly that D'Antoni didn't even come to the game. They said D'Antoni was quote unquote out with the flu. Now nah, that that was that wasn't it, man. It was uh, they they gave D'Antoni the night off. They're about to head into a playoff run, long playoff run. Gave him the night off because it wasn't worth the stress, and they just let CP3 and Harden just coach themselves, basically. Uh, so this one was over before it started. We knew it. You know, we we knew it. Rockets started bombing away. Uh, went like 26 of 50-something from downtown. Uh, an, an absurd number, but not absurd by any stretch from, from the Rockets' standpoint. They went uh, 22 for 59 for downtown. The shot chart was crazy. It was either inside, completely inside, or completely outside. The lobs all day. Or uh, just, just bombing away from downtown. And it was pretty much over at in, in that regard. Um, listen, Knicks came in shorthanded. Fizdale sits Emmanuel Moutier, rests him, 
basically, uh, and we'll get to the article later, but basically saying uh, he wanted to preserve him because Moutier, he, you know, he busted his ass all year. And, uh, you know, for all that he's done this year, with this being an important contract year, he didn't want to stress Moutier too much in this game. So they put Mario Hazonia with the promotion at point guard, and he didn't disappoint. You know, say what you will about Mario. He he steps up for the challenge. You know, his IQ might not all be there. His defense might not all be there. But uh, you know what? When, when, when Mario gets challenged, he, he rises up to it, man. We've seen it all year. You know, the dunk on Greek Freak, the block on LeBron. You know, Mario steps up to the challenge, man. He, he went to Orlando, went to his old stomping grounds, had a good game the, the Wednesday night, 29-6. and six. And tonight, Mario Hazonia with a triple-double, 16 points, 16 rebounds, 11 assists. Has more assists than Moutier. No, <laughs> more assists than Moutier ever in a game, you know. Uh, Hazonia's out there running the offense, but you know what? I I, I think it, it seems like Hazonia is much more comfortable with the ball in his hands. You know, he's much more comfortable uh, running running the offense than than off ball. If, if you take these two games as, as a trend, now obviously a lot of his stats came during garbage time when uh, the Rockets literally left the game, uh, which was disrespectful as hell. I mean. Listen, the game was over by first quarter, but I mean, you know, to see the Rockets empty the bench, literally went home, like CP3, Harden, they went home, literally, before the fourth quarter was even over, you know, and that, that's disrespectful, man, and I hope these young Knicks really take that uh, to heart, you know, as they look over and there's literally nobody on the bench but John Lucas and his bald ass head who's an NBA lifer, blatant disrespect, man, blatant disrespect, so I hope Mitch is watching, I hope Knox is watching, and I hope ISO's watching, because uh, that's more more likely the future, Richard Rose says what, yeah, the Rockets cleared the bench, and the starters literally went home, and left us to deal with Iman Shumpert, and his patched up beard, that beard is, oh, beard is, he, he got that Udonis Haslam beard. Like, there's no point in even having a beard. They need to get that LeBron hair transplant on their beard because Shump out there looking raggedy, man. And when Shump started scoring, I, I was that was it. I was fed up. I turned the game off. Once I saw Shump hit his first points, I said, oh, man, I'm done. I've seen enough. Shump, Shumpert's scoring on us. Now this is really brutal. But yeah, man. I mean, listen, man. We we knew what the outcome was gonna be for for the Rockets. It's all about their playoff push. For us, it, it's all about having three games left, and the countdown to May fourteenth begins. Because this is gonna be the most important offseason of of our of our livelihoods, you know, of our lifetime as Knicks fans, man. This is gonna be the most important offseason, man, because it can it can go really well. Or it could be more of the same of what you see in this year, man. You know, it, it, it's really it, it's it's really on that end of the extreme to where this team is going to go. Well, we'll get to a little bit of that later. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Once again, this is Nick's Post Game Live. CP on the solo dolo fight. 
This game is so out of hand. JL is bailed. You know, I don't know where JL is at. No, nah, I, I know where JL is at. He, he uh, he's, he's, you know, he's doing his family thing. So, JL always finds a way to, to either miss the really good wins or the really terrible losses. You know what I'm saying? There's no in between. He either misses a really good one or a really bad one. So, a shout out to Jay Ellis. Uh, I'll catch up with him next week. We'll be at the Garden. Last home game of the season. Uh, Knicks versus versus Detroit. And that'll be courtesy of uh, NBA Playmakers. It's taking us to the game. So, shout out to NBA Playmakers on that one. Shout out to TM, Simma Singh, what's going on? Louis Matthews, CP the artist, I see you in there. CP said, I appreciate the dedication. You know it, man. But you guys are in the chat too, so I mean, there's, there's some sort of dedication either to the Knicks or to the show, but, you know, we're all in it together, man. We're all in the same boat. You know what I mean? Keith Sinclair says, we got watched like a laundromat. Yeah, we did. We, we did. It was expected, though. I mean, come on, man. We're not in the same league as these guys. So, not, not a surprise in the slightest. Just just didn't want to get washed that bad. But um, on this being the Silver Lining show, as we look at some positives, uh, we become one step closer to clinching the bottom of the league. We've now clinched at least the second worst, which means we can't fall. We can we can fall no farther than sixth at this point. Three games left. So let's let's see what happens, man. Uh, let's see what happens. So, fifteen and sixty-four in the campaign. Knicks going for record franchise losses. It is what it is, man. You know, it is what it is. We we knew what this was going to be going into the season. So I, I'm not all that. I, was, I I can't. I don't even care about the record, to be honest. That's as long as we finish at the bottom and give ourselves the best chance in this draft to come out with something, you know, productive. For this roster going forward. Gian Dresi says we definitely got that roster. Yeah. It, it's coming man. It's coming. Um, so Hazonia. Listen. Not a bad night for Hazonia man. Triple double. Yeah. Most of it in garbage time. Finishes 6 of 11. Uh, 16 points. 16 boards. 11 rebounds for Super Mario. If you want to call him that. Money Mitch, uh, good, good. Money Mitch had a pretty nice out, and I was looking forward to that Mitch versus uh, Capella matchup. And he, he, Mitch held his own, you know. Capella definitely, obviously, is, is an experienced vet by this time. Just got the bag over the off season. A lot of people compare Mitch and Capella's game, and you can see why. But yeah, I thought Mitch caught Capella with some with some uh, with some good defense. Uh, Mitch finished with 12 points, 9 rebounds, 3 block shots. He got 2 block shots in the first quarter. You know. Um, so so Mitch looked all right. Blockness looks all right, man. He, he looked all right, man. We, we just couldn't, uh, we, we couldn't figure out that pick and roll tonight. You know, and, and the Rockets, you know, they, they just bomb away from downtown. And obviously with the 3-point defense being our Achilles healed. Always it's the Knicks Achilles heel is a 3-point defense. This was a tailor-made game to get absolutely destroyed. G. Andrezzi says Mitch was destroying Fareed too. Yeah, Mitch definitely caught Fareed as well. Definitely caught the animal out there. Money Mitch. But, um, yeah, man. Mitch held it down. I thought, you know, I thought Knox had, I thought Knox had a couple um, decent looks. 
he seems like he's getting more comfortable offensively at least you know i i think i think I think Knox is looking a lot more comfortable offensively. They even mentioned on the telecast, and I thought the same thing. They was reading my mind. It, it was kind of like uh, you saw some some uh, summer league Knox, you know, with like here we go, this play right here. That was it. That's right on right on cue, right on cue. Summer league Knox uh, showed his head at some parts of this game. You know, he's starting to come along, man. I think Knox is starting to look a little bit smoother. D'Andrezzi says it was against trash defenders. Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you take everything in, in stride. You take everything with a grain of salt, just like uh, Hazonia's game. But you, but it's really just a confidence thing with me and, and Knox. Really just a confidence thing. Definitely got to get his hands stronger. He saw Harden pick his pockets a couple times tonight. A couple guys picked his pockets tonight. Uh, but that's just them being a veteran and Knox being a rookie. You know. Yeah, defensively, GC, I, I know that's your gripe with him. D- defensively, he, he didn't uh, bring much. But, I mean, who did tonight on, on a night like this? You know, look at the plus minuses. Minus 33 for Kevin Knox. Minus uh, 35. No, minus 33 for Mitch. Minus 35 for Knox. Minus 30 for Dotson. Oof. Speaking of welcome home, welcome home, Dotson. Dotson really welcome home. He could have built the home with as many bricks as he shot up. Three for 14. Seven points in in Damian Dotson's return to H-Town. Yeah, well, it wasn't uh, wasn't a good look tonight for Dotson. It wasn't a good look for the team overall, man. You know, it was really, you know, if you look at any of the silver linings on the silver Linings show, it was really Hazonia and Knox a little bit and, and, and Mitch. You know, Mitch with a typical Mitch game, so. You know, three games left. Three games left, fellas. That's that's all we can say, man. Three games left. Let's go to the phones. Ari's with us. Wants to talk about um, Katie and Kyrie. Why they would want to come to New York. Uh, Ari, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, CC and JLS? How you guys doing? Yo, it's just it's just me, Ari, man. Solo dolo. Say JLS ditched me tonight, oh, man. Oh, uh, all right, all right. So I, I just I didn't, I didn't I wasn't watching the YouTube, but um yeah no yeah. Doubt. So you know what I what I think, man. First of all, obviously you know Knicks in Houston. Come on, you got to know that's going to be a blowout every mm-hmm. time the Knicks. If you want to win some money, always take always take Houston oh, in yeah. Houston against the Knicks, and oh, always we, take we Toronto, always take Toronto ages, against the Knicks. Mm-hmm. We don't win in Toronto, and we don't win in Houston. But um, you know, True but indeed. um, you know, with this free agency thing. With these free, with this free agency thing, man, I think what pe- people are for missing the point, and they don't understand mm-hmm. why that these these guys would come to the Knicks, right? So either mm-hmm. people think like, okay, like why would you come to either they're going to come to the Knicks because they're in a big market and you know they want to win their own ship or whatever, mm-hmm. and then the other thing is basically if they, if they don't want to come to the Knicks, it's because their team's the team is the team isn't good. Yeah. Right, and they want to win, so they don't think they can win. Why would you come to a dysfunctional organization? Right. So those are the two sides of the argument. But what I th- what I think the actual truth is, is that they're going they especially Kevin Durant. You have to understand he's been the two time Finals MVP. He's led the league in scoring. He's been an All Star every year. He um, two time um, um two time um Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's accomplished he's accomplished everything that a a basketball player could possibly accomplish, right? Yep. And, you know, 
he still feels, and this is the whole thing, he still feels unfulfilled. He doesn't have that sense of fulfillment. Like, I did this myself. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, he, he still has that one thing. He joined Golden State to win a chip. Just like LeBron joined Miami to win a chip. Right. But LeBron went back to Cleveland because he didn't he didn't feel fulfilled, right? You have to understand these, these are the elite athletes. These are the elite athletes of what they do. All right. So for them, you know, they have different like they have money, they have whatever it is. You know what I mean? They these guys they they look unhappy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They look unhappy, and the, the reason is because they aren't fulfilled to the point they want to be. Right? Kevin Durant will get knocked like. Think about it right now, CP. CP, seriously, mm. think about it right now. When you think about the best, when when you hear that, when you hear the ESPN and Fox, and they all talk about the best players in the league, it's like, is LeBron the best player in the league, or is it Giannis, or is it James Harden, mm -hmm. Paul George? No one even talks about Kevin Durant, and he's he is the best player in the league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that has to be the one thing that he hasn't accomplished. Right. I and mean, yeah, you might you might be right, right, man. That's why it would have to be. Why the hell else would he leave? Probably fifty, sixty million dollars off right. on the table and an easy right. path to more championships in Golden State. It, it would have to be from a from a right. you know a legacy standpoint. He's just not feeling fulfilled. Which uh, yeah, which yeah, but you know, I don't we, even think it's for. I don't even go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm saying I don't even think it's like a. He cares about what, like, where he's going to rank in the in, when he's retired. Mm -hmm. I think it's coming more from a, a personal place where yeah. he needs to prove it to himself, Has man. To be. You know what I mean? Has like, to be. There's no other yeah. reason for him to come here. It's suicide. That's it. <laughs> like Adrian said it's to Rocky suicide. when he went up against uh, Drago, he said it's suicide. You can't win. Right. You know what I mean? I think that's what right. Max Kellerman and was trying fun. to say earlier, but he was just hating. He's just a hater. Oh God, I hate I hate Max Kellerman. I don't even want to talk about Max Kellerman Ridiculous, right now. But like, um, you know, it's funny because this, like, I don't know. Do you do you watch? Are you do you watch soccer at all or no? Oh, uh, here and there. Not. I don't know the players like that, like Premier League and stuff. I don't. I don't really know. Okay. I don't really know the players. Right. So, so basically, basically, this exact situation happened. So I like soccer. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, basically, the two the best players in the world are Messi and Ronaldo, and the second best player is this Brazilian guy named Neymar. Yeah, I know and Neymar. He was on Barcelona, which has Lionel Messi. He was, yeah, he was on Messi's team, right? Mm -hmm. And that was like Barcelona's, like the Golden State Warriors of soccer. Yep. And he decided to leave. He decided to leave to go to Paris. He went to P PSG because yeah. he wanted another challenge. Yes, he mm -hmm. wanted another challenge. Mm -hmm. That was his whole reason. He wants a challenge to find fulfillment to see how far he could personally go. This is why Kyrie demanded a trade. Like, I don't think it's about winning chips. I don't think it's about numbers, MVPs. I, I think it's about these guys on their personal, on their personal journey to fulfillment and, and, and happiness. And I think that's why they're going to come to the Knicks. And that's yeah. what I think. I don't know. Am I crazy? Of course not. Of course not. Because there, there's only one reason why Kevin Durant would want to come here. and It's not for a better chance to win. You know what I'm saying? His best chance to win right. is clearly staying with Golden State. And it's not the money either because his best chance at money, a lot more money, is staying with Golden right. State. And that was one of the things that he said, you know, was also going to be a factor. He said, you know, I never really got that, you know, complete max bag. But then, you know, he goes on other interviews. Right. He goes on other interviews and says, you know, and kind of alludes to 
um, like you said, the 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 challenge and the and the legacy sort of deal. And CP the artist in the chat said, uh, I guess right. he kind of alluded to that as well on the Knuckleheads podcast with uh, with Q Rich and, and Darius Miles. Oh yeah, Q so Rich. as yeah. as you said, Ari, it seemed like his plan all along was really just to go to Golden State just for a little vacation, a little championship vacation. And then yeah, you know, he needed the chips, and, and just go on about it, because because yo, he about to rack up three chips real quick, right? You know, hey, right? That that has to be yeah. man. There's no other reason why you would want to come here. There's there's no other reason. It, it, it's the parallels to him and LeBron are just so similar. They both needed to win. They went to some place else. They learned how to win yeah. or whatever. They they made it happen, and then they went back. To prove to themselves, though it's not to prove to others about their legacy. I think mm-hmm. it's more about to prove to themselves that they're the best. And I think that's why he's going to come to the worst, the worst team in the league <laughs> with his buddy. Suicide. And we're going to we're going to we're going to get a we're going to get a top three pick. Oof. We're going to get a top three pick. We're going to trade DSJ and the two Dallas picks for a Ooh. solid contributor shooter, and we're going to make a good, solid team. DeAndre's going to stay on the mid-level, and we'll be, <laughs> we're going to be a contender next year, and I'm, I really believe this. All right. Hey, listen, man. I'm all aboard, man. Yeah. I, I'm all aboard, Ari, man. Appreciate right. it, bro. Have a good weekend, my dude. All right, man. Have a good night. Have a good YouTube, man. Take care. Yes, sir. That was my guy, Ari. Hey, man. Listen. I I agree with with what he's saying. I agree with what he's saying for now, but a lot could uh. Let me, let me fix my chat up. For some reason, I can't see JL's chat for now, so we'll just leave it on uh Knicks Fan TV chat. But shout out to the Nick of Time Show if you guys are watching on there, wherever you guys are watching from. Shout out to everybody on Facebook, out everybody on Periscope, Twitter, Twitch. This is Nick's post game live. CP from the Knicks Fan TV. My man JL's from Nick of Time Show is not here. This is CP Digital Solo Dolo Hour. Late night post game, not really talking about the game because there wasn't much to talk about. So we're talking off season and news, which is fine because that's what it's all about anyway. So uh, Ari just called and and uh, stated his reasons why he thought uh, KD would come to the Knicks. We'll see, man. You know, everybody thinks it, it's pretty much a, a signed, sealed, and delivered done deal. Some guys in the chat say, hey, we'll believe it when I see it. That's where I'm at. We'll believe it when I see it because a lot of things can change. And this quote um, from Howard Beck, he say, you know, rival execs around the league also, you know, echo the same sentiments. But he also said on that same uh, podcast, I believe it with, uh, was with Rich Eisen or one of them. He also said, listen, KD can change his mind. At any second, he because he pointed back to when KD was a free agent with OKC. And he said, you know, even then he was kind of wavering back and forth between OKC and Golden State. And who knew he was going to really just bounce to Golden State? A lot of people didn't even think that. So anything can happen, fellas. A- anything can happen, man. Obviously hoping for the best for our sake because uh, I can't watch another 60, 60 losses. So hopefully, uh, you know, things come through. Uh, Carlos Martinez, I saw you on the switchboard, man. I was going to plug you in. I don't know what happened. Trying to get my man Carlos Martinez from uh, Australia in the area. Steven Gutierrez, what's going on? Where's everybody from, by the way, man? Uh, My man Carlos was checking in from Australia. Um, Just throw throw your city, throw your hood in the chat. So uh, we we could represent you guys. And also, any any new watchers, new subscribers, hit the hashtag new. 
uh, so we can shout you guys out, man. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the suffering. This is Nick's Therapy, where we try to shine some optimism in this thing. Zay, the truth from Long Island. You know Long Island is is uh, is uh, special for me, so shout out to, Jay, to Zay. See who else we got in here. Uh, Keith Sinclair from Queens. I knew that. Richard Rowe, we, yeah, we already know from Indy. GC, Queens, New Jersey. Christian, what's going on? Gabrielle from Tucson. Shout out to Gabrielle out west. Couple, we got a couple people from, from uh, Arizona that call in. ISO's family's from Arizona as well. I know uh, his mom and his aunt watch the show. H.S. Kadeem better than Frank. Frank Matos, West Palm. He always throws that out there to let us know he's in the sun and we're in the cold. Peace God, hashtag new. Shout out to Peace God. Bob Chan from Minnesota. Shout out to Bob. Louie from the Bronx. Shout out to Louie. Lee Lee Phillips is on Mars. You got to be to be a Knicks fan, man. Got to be to be a Knicks fan. Let's go Let's go to L.I. Let's go to Will. He wants to talk about um, Scott Perry. And, and just to kind of segue to that. Appreciate you, Will. You, you kind of, you guys kind of helped me segue yep. to, to my different uh, topics. So let me just open this topic up. And yesterday, okay. yesterday Scott Perry um, and Steve Mills. You know, we can't can't mention the GM without the president. You know, Ninja P though. Yeah, but it's really Ninja P. Ninja P right, is right, the focus right. of this thing. <laughs> uh, they sent a letter to their season ticket holders. Basically, just reiterating the plan, you know, the commitment to excellence, uh, that the main the main gist of the letter was that they will not skip steps and they are diligently working and committed to the mission of bringing a sustainable, competitive championship built team to the city. So I I appreciated that. You know, I definitely appreciate the steps that uh, they're taking to. Uh, regain the faith of the fan base. I hope Absolutely. that, uh, you know, he even mentioned, Will, that, you know, he mentioned the trade and how the trade opens up for cap space. I mean, they are very, right, very right. confident in this free agency season, more confident than I've ever seen uh, one talk about. I guess you could kind of compare it to when Donnie Walsh was, uh, you know, open and 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 you know very very open about about that 2010 you know summer lebron chase but yeah. this this one is just like right know, they are very confident man it, but what's your take on this you look you just see it it's, yeah this is how i feel about it man mm-hmm. i i want to like what does not skipping steps mean to me that means like we're not gonna go for the marcus cousins we won't go for jimmy butler we won't go for the equivalent of a Stadamite or a Mellow but does it, back in the day where... Yeah. Right, right. I, I, yeah, what that's a good mean? question. Does, like, it mean, mean? does it mean we're not going to gut the team for AD if we get Kyrie and KD? Right. Does it mean right. we're not going to go Vucevic and Kemba? You know? Exactly, exactly. What does this stuff mean? Ultimately, I think it's like we're going big or we're going home. If we don't get the top guys in this free agency class, which is KD and Kyrie, mm-hmm. we won't settle. We'll just keep the cap space alive. We'll yeah. uh, continue to build through the draft. And more and more, like, as, you know, the stuff about KP and all this other stuff goes wrong, these guys, I mean, maybe it's just me being a Knicks fan, but mm-hmm. these guys really get it. 
Like, Ninja P and Scott Perry are devoted into making this franchise, which has been a laughing stock for so many years, mm-hmm. something great that it wasn't. That once again, like, they understand, like, there's people that are 30 years old that have not seen the Knicks, yeah. you know, win a championship since they were alive. That's I'm hungry, insane. Man. I'm hungry, man. But listen, I mean, at, at the same so time, me, you know, not to diminish, not mm-hmm. to diminish his value, but we're the only team in the league that does dumb trades and mortgage the future for nominal gains. You know what I mean? Think right. about it. Like yeah. none, none of these teams, yes, none of these teams win. It's still a top-heavy league, but most of these teams bring a disciplined approach to how they build their team. They're not just out trading first-round picks. And, and 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 signing you know mid tier guys to to max contract we only we do that you know what I mean only, well, only I we mean, do I that mean, yeah, what, what about the Magic you know they they really bad the yeah but they you know, they they're, they're just bad because they they haven't had the right mix of players and and the Suns as well Suns have been a perennial lottery team Magic have been a perennial lottery team you know you still got to pick the right guys and you still got to put the right mix of That's talent true but this is this is the first time we're actually committing to rebuilding. And I think that says a lot in the direction yeah. we're going. And ultimately, I just want to leave you on this question. What do you think mm-hmm. that that means? Or what does it mean to you to not skip steps? You know, I'll let you yeah. ponder on that and I'll let you get back to it. Appreciate you. Right? Appreciate it, man. Uh, no problem. My Take guy care. will from LI. I mean, to me, not skipping steps is, is just that it's, it's not trading, you know, a first round draft pick for, What's a mid-tier guy? You know, a Vucevic of the world. You know, not trading a first-round pick for, um, you know, I, I can't even think of like, just, just like second-tier guys. You, you know what I mean? Second, third-tier guys that are not going to move the needle for you, but it's going to set you back if you're sending an unprotected, you know, you, you, if you're doing Bargnani deals, you know, that's a skipping step. That's a foolish step. You know, Barnani type deals where, where you're giving up unprotected first and, and, and two second rounders and all this nonsense. You know, trying to get Greg Monroe. I see a lot of people in the chat. Shout out to Dave talking about Greg Monroe. You know, the, the, those are just like ridiculous moves. That's just not going to help your team. It's just not going to help your team. So we'll see. You know, like I said, um, in Ninja P, I trust. I trust him. I, I definitely trust them, and I, I just like the approach that they're taking. They understand that uh, the fan base is, is nervous. They're anxious. Uh, they want to be confident again. We want to see this team back at the top, man. We want the house to rise again, for sure. And so I like, you know, the direction that they're going in, at least in terms of just trying to assure us that they're, they're semi-confident this night. Um, Stephen Weeks says, what about Devin Booker? I don't see the Suns giving up on Devin Booker. I, I think they're going to try to to build that team around Booker and Aiton. They're looking for a point guard. They're trying to, you know, get a get a, uh, a John Morant in the mix. So, I don't see Devin Booker being available. John Wall, now I, I don't want to know parts of John Wall. I don't like his attitude. I don't think he's a winning player. And clearly, he's not durable. John John Wall is a big mistake. And you saw the Wizards got rid of Ernie Grunfeld, the former Knicks executive. Wizards showed Ernie Grunfeld the door after 16 years with the team. 
you know, that that's going to happen when, when you're stuck in no man's land. And, and that's where the Wizards are right now. I wouldn't mind Bradley Beal, depending on the price. I wouldn't mind bringing a Bradley Beal in. Uh, Stephen Weeks just read my mind. I wouldn't mind bringing Bradley Beal in, man. I, I would not mind bringing Bradley Beal in. Depending on the price, he's making a lot of money, man. And remember, when you're making these trades for these players, you got to match the salaries. So, in, in in our regard, in, in the Knicks' regard, it it could mean uh, parting with you know several players just just to bring him in. But you know, food for thought. Bradley Beal, who knows? Bradley Beal. What do you guys think about Bradley Beal in, in the chat? What do, you, what do you guys think about him? Um. From my guys at Nick's Film School, and shout out to everybody in the chat once again. This is uh, Nick's Post Game Live, CP Solo Dolo tonight, CP Digital on this Friday night movie. Shout out Stephen Weeks, Max, Michael Kelly, Hustle Music, what's going on? Goonies, what's going on? Ozzy's Robots, I see you. Ricardo Custa, I see you from Uruguay. Shout out Ricardo Custa. CP the Artist says we can't afford Beal. I Won't Lose says pass. Goonies says nah. GC says, how much is too much to give up for AD and or Bradley Beal? Well, you got to remember, if you get the first round pick, it's salaries, right? So the first round pick, uh, I mean, the number one pick is worth more in salary than the five. But to a team like, you know, uh, the Pelicans, obviously they're going to want that one. So you have to put, you would have to put, say, Knox believe when I was talking to Knicks Film School, you would have to put in an AD trade, you have you would have to put Knox, DSJ, um, Frank, the number one pick, and maybe even Mitch. And and maybe even Mitch. You know, you gotta make the salaries work. I'm not trading Mitch though. Blockness is here to stay, man. Blockness is definitely here to stay. Speaking of that, um it was announced also earlier today. That uh, Mitch Iso and Knox will be headed back to the summer league this summer, and depending depending who comes on May fourteenth, it could be a hot ticket, man. That Vegas summer league could be a hot ticket. I, I hit up CK two K. I told him that uh, we might have to mob out there and do a little collabo, go to summer league and and uh, do some content out there. So stay tuned for that. But I'm not trading Mitch. I'm not doing it. He, he's he's the closest guy that em, embodies uh, the spirit of the Knicks. You know, I, I don't want to trade Mitch. I don't want to trade Mitch. But um, where's this joint from JD from JB? So here here's what JB was saying, and and um, for those of you that don't know, JB from the Knicks Film School, the dude is a cap genius. You know what I mean? The dude is is a cap expert. We're definitely going to have JB back. Um, uh, July 1st is free agency. We'll definitely have JB back over the summer just to break down the cap, run through a couple scenarios, see what's going on with what. So here's what he says about freeing up the space that we need for Katie and Kyrie. They're predicting that the cap is going to be set at about $109 million. So what JB says is, he says, if the Knicks wave... And renounce everyone except for Mitch, Knox, Frank, and DSJ. They will have anywhere from $71 million if we pick first. Because remember, the, f- the first pick gets more money. 
to 74 million if we pick fifth. Okay? So he's saying between Durant and Kyrie, we're going to need about 71 million to bring him on. So that is the gamble. That is the gamble. Yes, we have the space. But it's once again gutting the team, you know, gutting to pay. I mean, yeah, a lot of these guys are expendable. You guys don't want Moutier back. I get it. I don't want Moutier back. Um, but, you know, you could be coming down to the decision between ISO and Dotson. Because remember, they have an option on ISO's deal. And the thinking is that they could renounce ISO. And bring him back on the room exemption, which is at four and a half million. So you might have to clip Dotson. It probably means Frank is a goner, to be honest. That's probably what that means. It probably means Frank is a goner because if you can trade Frank, it frees up another four million dollars in cap. With that four million, you can, you know, if you're trying to win now, because see, this is the thing. When you bring in a Katie and a Kyrie, yes, we're not skipping steps, but it, you can't you can't be stuck in the middle of like a rebuild and a win now. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna try to win. They're gonna try to win. You know, so you have to think with that four million that you're gonna have to give to Frank, is that four million that you can give to a guy who is a defender, a wing defender who we're gonna need. A perimeter defender who we're going to need who is a bit more advanced than Frank at this stage. I'm just saying. I don't know. You guys be the judge. You might have him. Frank might have to get clipped. Frank might have to get clipped. So, you know, even though we have that space, it's still going to be a couple of decisions that's going to have to be made in terms of how you build that roster around the potential acquisition of a Kyrie Irving and a Kevin Durant you know it's, it's not just adding them to what we have here you know some guys are gonna have to go and, and they're gonna have to get creative with a couple guys you know and and that's why I harken back to to like a Mario listen I understand the the limitations of a Mario Hazonia I get it you know not the sharpest knife in the draw not the best defender but what I see in Amario Zoni, I see a, a flexibility. I see a player who, in a positionless basketball um, style of play, a guy that can can give a team a lift off the bench, off the bench. You know, you saw that tonight. It seems like he is more um, effective with the ball in his hands. I mean, you know. We, we saw that tonight in, 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 uh, in Mario's performance. But I say that to say... He might not have that big of a market. You know, he might not have that big of a market in the offseason. So when you're talking about thinking about bringing players back on minimal deals, that might be a guy that you want to bring back, you know, if not for the sake of continuity. Like, we can't keep flipping over the roster, flipping, 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 flipping. You know, we got to try to build with some players. Everybody's not going to be a lockdown defender. Everybody's not going to be... Uh, uh, facilitating point guard. You know, some guys are going to have roles to fill, you know, and strengths that other guys aren't. So, you know, I'm not saying Mario's this, that, and the third, but I'm saying I think from an offensive standpoint, I, I think he's he's very young. And I think 
he 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 can be a little bit of a swift Swiss Army knife um, from from the offensive end. Obviously, you need his defense to uh, to come around because he is the Matador in, in Matador D. You know, but you still you still need around that the team of role players, man. Let's go to Carlos from Australia. He's back with us. He wants to talk about the off season. Carlos, what's going on, mate? Hey, CB, how are you, mate? How are you, man? How's how's everything, man? Finally get to connect, man. How, how's everything, bro? Yeah, good, good, good. So I use a, I'm using an app that uh, pretty much gives you an US uh, USA number. Okay. And then you can you can screen the calls from there. So it's a it's a good app. Sounds I'll, good, man. I won't I won't give any publicity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, good. Anyway, oh, good. yeah. So, what are the first of all? I got from good from good tip that the FBI and the CIA are going to raid the Knicks offices for the robbery of Robinson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, man. That was uh, Ninja that P's. That man. was a steal from Ninja P. Mitchell Robinson, the number thirty-six pick in the draft. He's a keeper, man. I want this kid here. I want to. I want this kid to be a Nick. You know, build a team with yeah. Mitch in mind, man. That is true. Now the other thing is, um, I'm, I'm think, I'm thinking the GM, uh, the, the the front office of the Knicks are going to have immense pressure from the media oh, to yeah. get the off season on an A plus. Pressure is on, and that's going to be a, a yeah, that's going to be. I don't want to be in that office. That's going to be a a few sleepless nights. Oh yeah, I'm I'm telling you, man. But hey, this this and is what it's all about is, here, man. That is, that's it. But the problem is, I don't, and, and I think you mentioned this earlier, don't want them to sort of succumb to the pressure of you have to sign someone just because just because we did, we couldn't get KD mm-hmm. or Kyrie, for mm-hmm. example. Just just keep it simple, and if, if you, you, you have to stay on plan. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think, again, that's what, um, you know, the Perry letter to the season ticket holders was all about. It was just letting people know that, you know, yes, they're confident in the offseason, but they're not going to just throw the money away just on anything. He said it's going to go to players yeah. who are committed to bringing the Knicks a championship, more or less. You know, he he didn't necessarily say, yeah, it's Kyrie, Kyrie, Katie, Kyrie. Or, you know, these are just, you know, championship caliber players. But he basically said in lesser words that they're only going to bring the cream of the crop or that's or that's it. We keep it pushing. That's it. That's it. And last thing, just want to say hello to everyone on the Knicks Nation. Uh, just keep in mind, we got to we, we hopefully next year before you guys close the borders, I want to get in. So. Hey man, yeah, you're you're in. You're officially indoctrinated into the family, Carlos. Calling all the way from Australia, man. Gotta appreciate the dedication. What time is it over there, by the way, man? Well, it's Saturday morning, so that's why I can actually call because uh, now I'm not working. Saturday morning, it's ten, ten at eleven, eleven okay. a.m. on the Saturday. There you go, man. There you go. Yeah, good to hear from you, man. Appreciate the call. Definitely appreciate the support, man. Definitely. Yeah, no problems. Anytime, man. Anytime. All right, right, man. That was my guy, Carlos, from down under, the land down under, Australia. 
it's dope, man. It's dope when you have in- international callers, people from all over the place, man. We, we saw people from Indiana's in the chat, New Jersey, uh, Florida. You know, it, it's it's great, man. Arizona, it, it's great, man. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. If you guys haven't subscribed yet, hit that subscribe button and the thumbs up and the notification bell and share these videos with your fellow Knicks fan. That those are the three primary ways to support me, support J. Ellis, support the movement right now. Because we want more of you guys in here. So the more you hit the thumbs up, the more you subscribe, and the more you share, the more people that come in. YouTube promotes the videos, and uh, and that's just it, man. So we bring more people into the, into the land of suffering. You know, bring more people into the land of suffering. Let, let's hear what this 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 clown, Balads Cruz. Welcome to the nation. You, you guys were talking about uh, this bum Max Kelvin. Let, let's hear what this idiot had to say. So what you're saying is the financial success, that's you and the shareholders, um, and the competitive lousiness, the competitive... This guy, Max Calvin. They're owned by the shareholders, and I'm the majority shareholder. Got it, Dolan. So what you're saying is the financial success, that's you and the shareholders, um, and the competitive lousiness, the competitive utter, your utter failure, miserable, and what must feel like humiliating failure in terms of the competitive product seems to go very well together. It's not a public trust. It's your ability to build the public out of money. Kevin Durant wants to put himself in that position where he's going to be facing a hostile press from day one. Stephen A., if he wants to go to New York, go to Brooklyn, where they have a good... Go to Brooklyn. The whole press doesn't hate the team because they haven't alienated that press for the last several days decades where there's a team on the rise who all right i'm done with this i'm done with this man you guys could did you guys were able to hear that right just let me know you guys got to make sure my audio is good sometimes sometimes uh sometimes i'm not sure um this guy's a hater man i i can't i can't i used to have a lot of respect for max kellerman i used to be a big fan of his of his uh radio show you know as soon as he took over for skip bayless on this show the thing about Skip Bayless is that, like, he make he he plays a better antagonist role. Like Skip Bayless, to me, in my opinion, some of you guys might not like him. I don't watch that show. Um, Shannon Sharp is my dude. I definitely like Shannon Sharp, and 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 Shannon Sharp cracks me up. But to me, I feel like Skip Bayless perfected that you know opposite viewpoint, that antagonistic viewpoint that makes people want to watch him more. But then you have guys like Max Kellerman and especially Nick Wright. I know there's a two of them. Even Chris Carter to a certain extent. Like, they don't do a good job at it. You know what I'm saying? They come off more like, yeah, this this ain't it, man. This ain't it. You know, and, and, and Kellerman is just like, yo, get off of it, man. Even my man Chris uh, Pete Rock, the legendary Pete Rock. Had to come for him. Check out Pete Rock's uh, tweet. He says, Max Kellerman, I'm a Knicks fan. Realize something good comes our way. Somebody's always diverting them away with negative talk. Spot on, Pete Rock. Somebody's always coming with negative talk about us when, when something positive is coming, man. Dolan will never sell the team, he says. He will keep New York miserable, but knock off the negative talk and let the guys make their own decisions. You know? Shout out my guy Pete Rock, man. I hope I hope I can get Pete Rock on the show. I'm gonna try to get Pete Rock on the show during the offseason, man. He's he's a diehard Knicks fan. Pete Rock is a diehard Knicks fan, man. 
Keith Sinclair said, Skip is watchable. Kellerman is a bum. I, I, yeah, I don't watch first take. I only catch Skip and Shannon for Shannon Sharp's takes that, that come around on Twitter. I don't listen to Skip Bayless because I already know what his angle is, you know. And and I watch my show, man. I don't watch anybody else's show. I watch my show. I don't, I don't need to hear anybody else talking about Katie and Kyrie. I want to I want to hear what you guys have to say about it, man. Because it's about us, you know. Those those guys are trying to sell ratings. We just here to talk. Let's go to Li Zay from Li. Wants to talk about um, Fizz and and the shout out and shout out the show. Zay, what's good, man? Yo, what's good? Yo, yo, you got to take me on speakerphone, bro. Please. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. You good? Okay, hear me? Yeah, I can you now. Hello. I told Zay turn off the speakerphone. I thought he hang, I thought he hung up completely, man. Zay, call back, man. Oz from North Carolina. He wants to talk about free agency and tampering. Oz, what's going on, man? What's up, CP? How you doing, man? Good. How you feeling, bro? Good. You know, I grew up in uh, New Rochelle. Okay. And uh, when when Scooter and Rodney McRae were balling there, and and Jeff Rulin. Mm. Um. And I met Oakley when uh, he had all the Oakley car washes. He, oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, West yeah, West I remember West that. Mall. Yeah, he is a big dude. Mm. <laughs> he is a big dude. Um, I just wanted to, to say, and I've met Clyde a few times. I, I absolutely okay. love him, man. He's like the Me best. too, man. Love Clyde, man. Um, listen, yeah, he's a gentleman. Mm-hmm. He's an absolute gentleman. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you, CP. Sure, sure. Do you think that LeBron and Bosch knew they were going to go to Miami before it was announced. Yeah. I think they planned that way before. Yeah, and that... Right, that's that's what my gut says, too. Yeah, I, th- I think so, it was in the bag. So do, do you think, like, if, let's say it's uh, Kyrie and KD mm-hmm. are going to sign here, that there's some back channel that they could let the Knicks know? Because, you know, when you put up that stuff about, like, the Knicks would have to renounce all those guys right mm-hmm. to fit them in the cap I, I mean it's kind of scary to think they would do that if they don't have like some kind of guarantee that these guys are going to come right because yeah. now you're going to give away a lot of play and frank you never know frank still could develop into something you um, right i don't want to i don't want to so necessarily get that, rid of frank and that's a, that's not a popular opinion with the chat but i just feel like i want to I feel like Frank can help this team. I want to. I want Frank to grow up with this team. I just don't know if they're going to have enough patience to try to to try to develop Frank when you can get somebody better than him, a better defender, and a more offensive, uh, capable player for his salary at that four million. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think there was a perimeter defender. He's he's when he's on his game, he's one of the better Nick defenders. Yeah, and they need some defense. Obviously. They do. But, they they definitely gonna so need a wing wing my, defenders for sure, hundred percent. Yeah. So so that was my really my thing is, is do you think that the Knicks will know ahead of time through the grapevine so this way they could even draft accordingly? You know, because so many dominoes have it's to a fall lot of dominoes man. before you put together. Yeah, it's a lot of dominoes, Oz, for sure, man, because it's like, where do we pick in the draft? If it's not Zion at one, is it two? Is it three? Is it four? You know, if it's two or three, 
is John Morant still in play? Or are you definitely going to go right. RJ? Or are you going to go Culver? Like, they hopefully they would know at that point, like, you know, is it Kyrie? Is it KD? What are they going to do? So it can, it can kind of help the draft. You know, if they go out at number right. two and, and they draft like R.J. The Barrett, then you might think that, that it's Kyrie's for sure. I don't know, though. It depends on who they, you know, between yeah. Kyrie and, and uh, I mean, between R.J. Barrett and John Moran, I don't know who they like better at this point. Well, I, I'm just, my only question really was, like, do you think that Katie and, and let's, let's say it's it's Katie and Kyrie that were going to come here, that mm-hmm. they would let somehow the Knicks know, and they'd say, and once they find out, like, look, you know, you're drafting second. This is who we want. Like in other words, they would get together and talk to talk about it amongst themselves, and then let somehow the Nick management know. Look, this is who we want you guys to draft. Well, I think at the end of the day, I think the, the decision is is going to come down to Perry Mills and and a little bit of Fizdale, right? They're going to want to see how they want to build a team. Um, you would hope that, yeah, through back channels, it just seems, and I just hate. Like talking like this, but even between what Dolan is saying, in between the the the, the league wide speculation, you know, Dolan went on Michael K show and was like, "Well, you know, I I I, I heard we're gonna have a really good off season free agency wise. Everybody's confident that this is happening, man. Everybody's confident that this is happening. So you would hope that, yeah, you know, they would take these guys into consideration when building the team. But I, I think the draft and everything is really gonna come down to what they want to do. But if 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 they know for sure that Kyrie Irving is coming, then it's basically okay between you know Culver, R.J. Barrett, um, you know maybe a DeAndre Hunter if they like him at, at that light. You know they'll consider those guys if they don't get the number one pick. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Well, listen, I appreciate you taking a call, and thanks for the info, man. Appreciate it. And you have a great show. Everyone's lucky that you have it on there, man. So uh, keep the faith, man. Hey, man, that, that's why I'm here, man. That's all I got, Oz. That's all I got, man. Thank, thanks for the support, and uh, have a good weekend, man. You too. Peace out, bro. Hey, that that's all we got, Knicks Nation, man. All we got is faith in this thing. That's why I'm here on a Friday. Like, look, look, at, look, at, look at the backdrop behind me, man. The dunk. Bernard, I miss Bernard's era. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't really cognizant of basketball during Bernard era. The dunk is is what like that was Nick's Bulls like that's what really like plugged me in like the Matrix you know what I mean and then Houston Spree Camby of course that was that was you know prime days and then I got Shaq and Ewan on the back I got the I got this bum behind me I don't know what I'm gonna do with that corner I gotta get something new for that corner because uh, yeah I don't know even know if you guys can make out what that is back there but you don't want to know. It's not, it's not welcome here. I should have taken that down a long time ago, but I've just been lazy and I wanted to kind of keep keep the aesthetic of the room. But, um, yeah, I got to get that Porzingis thing down immediately. I might as well put it. Uh, I'm better off with a Jeremy Lin joint back there. I don't know. But, um, you know, to, to, to Oz's point with, with um, LeBron, Bosch, and Wade, I definitely thought that was planned a long time before, you know, they didn't just come together randomly. But, you know, a lot of people criticize that team for, you know, whatever the case. And, you know, the LeBron haters will be the LeBron haters. But give those guys credit for taking less money to play together and to be able to still afford 
pivotal pieces to those championship runs. Mike Miller, Shane Battier, Ray Allen. Uh, uh, who, who else do they have good role players on there? You know, they still had Haslam and those guys like that. But, you know, they still had to round out the team with those vets, those key vets, you know, that came through in some of those pivotal games. And they took less money to, to play together, man. I, I would love to see KD and Kyrie do the same. If they if they are, if they do intend to come here, I, I would uh, love to see them take less, man, or so that we could really, truly build a contender and not just a, a first or second round flame out. Because if they don't do that, it's going to put a lot of stress on them regardless. So you might as well, you know, it's going to be a lot of stress on them to deliver, to perform every night. To ensure we're not going on any losing streaks, you know. They got to do the same thing, man. They got to do the same thing, like C.P. Dota said. They, they got to take less. But, uh, you know, I hate jumping I hate jumping the gun, like planning for them. But I don't know, man. This, this is more confidence than, than I've seen even with Summer LeBron. And I was highly confident. I, I was kind of... <laughs> Bugatti said, "I got the pick of the guy who st- stole the Jordan slides back there." Yeah, I'm still, I'm still hanging on to Porzingis' dreams, man. I gotta get rid of it. I gotta get rid of it, man. And I still got Porzingis on my banner on my YouTube channel. That's, I gotta change all that, man. I've been lazy, but uh, who cares about Porzingis, man? It's all about the orange and blue. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy on the solo dolo CP Digital Friday night. Friday night, Nick. Shout out to everybody who called, man. We we heard from some some good callers. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go. Um, let's go back to Zay. Zay's calling in. Hopefully, uh, he he's back this time. Zay, are you with us? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Loud and perfect. Perfect. Zay, what's going on, bro? Okay. All right. Um, just wanted to give a shout out to y'all show and uh, appreciate it. Appreciate uh, it, bro. I wasn't calling the, cu- the last couple times, but I've been kind of busy, so I've just been, like, oh, good. you know, We're watching good, it, you know, mm-hmm. giving the thumbs up. And um, I know um, I've watched a couple of your shows and there people have been going in on Fizz. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, one management, from James Dolan all the way down, everyone dialed out for this season already. Yeah. So, I can't expect the players and him to even, like, really give it their all if they're already looking towards next season, you know? True. Like, how do you expect people to, like, really go hard and play hard for you if they're already talking about the draft and talking about free agency and talking about next season already? So, yeah. I feel like, you know, people go hard at Coach Fizz, but everybody thought out. James Dolan all the way down to the even Tower Boy. <laughs> I think they all just... <laughs> Waiting for next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you kind you kind of right in that, um, you know, the whole atmosphere is uh, is kind of funny. It's kind of it's kind of a tricky thing because you know you have number one, you had so much transition, right? You had guys on expiring deals. You brought in guys on one year deal. You made the Porzingis trade. You know, I'm sure as a as an organizational collective, we know what that the focus is on this off season. You know that the focus is on the draft. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to get any sort of continuity when, number one, you're dealing with a bad roster already. And on top of that, you're dealing with a bad roster that's in flux, in transition. You know, at the same time, yeah, 
Fizz, Fizz been doing some kind of like clunky things, man. Like the constant rotation changes up until damn near All-Star break was like head scratching. Um, you know, his, his public relations could use a little bit of work. The defensive schemes. Yes, I understand. Again, I understand the roster is G League at, at times. The offensive schemes. You know, there's certain things that you hope gets tweaked next year. And hopefully an influx of talent will also make him look a little bit better. Yeah. And um, I, I feel you on that. And I also want to talk about uh, KD comes to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want KD to come. I feel like he's, like, the best player in the league right now. Mm-hmm. He's not getting enough credit for what he's done because everybody knows. So, so you, take like, him, you take him over uh, over uh, the Greek freak? Because that, uh, that boy freak is, is, is killing right term, now, man. That boy freak is killing. For long term, you know, I'm telling you, if KD came to the Knicks, mm-hmm. I think the Knicks could be a solid second seed in the East. Because if, okay. Kawhi, Kawhi, if Kawhi don't stay at the Raptors, and the 76ers don't stay together, and the Pacers just bring back all the depot. Who really could who really could compete with KD in the East besides the Bucks? I mean, see when I look at these teams, when I look at see the Buck, the yo, know, the Bucks are nice, man. The Bucks are nice, man. I, I got to look at yeah. that. I got but, to take a good look at them against Philly last night, and um, they they they're making a run. First of all, Budenholzer, give it up to Budenholzer again. Because this Bucks team yeah. is is um, close to winning what sixty games, if I if I'm not mistaken, I got to double check. Yeah. Let me check the standings in the East. But yo, I mean, fifty nine and twenty, fifty nine and twenty, and this team finished. The Bucks finished as a seven seed last year, forty four and thirty eight. So they're yeah. already. About to to pass surpass that by at least 15, 16 games, their win total from last year. You know, so you got to give credit okay. to the coach for that. Obviously, Giannis's, uh, uh matriculation and maturity has a lot to do with that as well. But they're building the team solid. George Hill seems like he's, he's becoming the X factor like he was. On those Pacer teams back in back when you know Paul George and, and Lance was was running with them, Paul uh, George Hill was a good acquisition for them. Brooke Lopez, Middleton, you know, Bucks are playing good ball, man. So so to to answer your yeah, question, I kind of diverted are. giving them credit, but you know the Bucks are going to be good. The Sixers, depending on what happens with Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris next year, the Sixers could still be lingering. The Raptors, depending on what they do with Kawhi Leonard. You know, well, this is a big free agency, and I feel like a lot of those players they might not want to stay where they at. And if a lot of those players jump ship, I feel like if the Knicks get a like, uh, like if they get Kyrie and KD, and then you add a top three pick, I feel like we are top three seed automatically in the East. He needs Zion. Needs Zion. Yeah, we do need Zion. Needs Zion. Because, because, like I said, man, we just saw what type of roster we're going to be looking at and how we got to build this thing. And, All right. you know, the, de- the thing about those other teams, even the Pacers, even the, uh, even the Raptors, even the Bucks, even the Sixers, they have depth. They have depth. And the depth yeah. is what's going to help you make that playoff push. 
You know, you can't just do 82 games of KD to Kyrie and, and sprinkle in a little Knox here and, you know, maybe whatever the draft I pick feel, can give you. I feel like we have, like, we got five players on our team right now. I feel like we could grow to, like, really good players right now. Mm-hmm. I feel five. Wazo, Mitch, um, Knox, and then uh, Dotson, and who's the last person? Uh I don't really know. Maybe DSJ as a backup point guard. Uh, now nah, we'll see if if I'm getting no. Kyrie, I'm trying to package DSJ to get either a wing defender, another shooter, another three point shooter, um, another capable third right. scorer, depending on on how Knox. But I feel like if yeah. we get Kyrie, we we should keep Frank though because I feel like I feel like uh, where Kyrie isn't really known for his defense, need Frank defense, can help man. him out. Need defense you know? big time. He could help him out on the defensive end, and he could distribute the ball better than yeah. I feel like Kyrie. You know, because Kyrie he likes to play shooting guard more than I feel like he play point guard. Yeah. So I feel like if we were to do that, you know, we should keep Frank if we're definitely getting Kyrie. And you need some sort of defense them together to uh, fill in the gaps, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you need some sort of defense. Um, there's no point in keeping DSA if you're going to bring Kyrie Irving here. You got to use him as a chip. To get, like I said, either yeah. another some more defense or some more three point shooting. If 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 you're just gonna have Mitch out there as a center, you're gonna need a backup center. You're gonna need some more bigs. You know what I mean? You might you might need it. You might try to bring Vonley back on the cheap. You know, part. You know, he might have brought his value down a little bit by not playing that as much in the second half. So a lot of decisions, mm-hmm. man. A lot of decisions. Yeah, this this is a big um, year. This is a big, big offseason for the Knicks. Yes, um, this will make and break how the season season's going to be for the next couple of years. So yep. uh, I'm just wishing I wish nothing but the best. Hey, uh, me and you both, I man. know, like, this show, I know when we do finally get in the winning, mm-hmm. the winning brackets, I know your show's going to blow up. It's going to be Lynn Sandy and Knicks tape all over again. And <laughs> I wish y'all nothing but the best. And, um, uh, Keep hope alive, right? It's I hope so, man. Yeah, man. Well, you, you know, you, you part of the family now, man. So you got you got to call in, man, when we get some more wins. Yeah, I do be calling in, man. I try to show my support, you know, preach about the Knicks, you know. Of course. <laughs> yeah, man. Appreciate it, Zay. Have a good weekend, bro. Right. That was my man, Zay, from Long Island calling in. Yeah, man. Like I said, I, I think, you know, Stacking up how how you would stack them up against those teams. You still got to build your depth, man. You still got to build your depth. This team still needs defenders. This team still needs three-point shooting. Badly. Need some shooters big time. So, um, we'll we'll see how that goes. Once again, shout out to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Uh, Definitely subscribe to the channel. Welcome to all new watchers. A couple of things. The Twitter group. My man Carlos called in from Australia. He's in the Twitter group. If you guys want to join the Twitter DM group, just a way for us to extend the conversation. It's a it's a great time uh, that keeps the chat going after the show. Just share this video with hashtag PostGameNYK, and we'll put you into the Twitter group, the Twitter DM group. And that's been going strong so far, man. Once again, Knicks get completely washed. By the Rockets, 120 to 96. I'm gonna just give you my um. I'm gonna give you my screen. I don't know what the hell happened to my screen. Give me one second. Oh, here we go. All right, here we go with the box score. 
quick, quick, quick ratings. You know, listen, this this was a terrible, atrocious game to begin with. So, in terms of my player ratings, man, my <laughs> I can't even say star, but uh, honorable mention of commendable performances. We'll go with my guy Kevin Knox at the three. I he scored. Uh, I can't. Even, I don't know what happened to my stat thing here. Let's go back here. My fault. Kevin Knox tonight scored thirteen points, five boards, five or fourteen shooting. So wasn't a good shooting night for Knox. But um, I just think overall, I, I see Knox trending uh, up. I, I see an uptick on Knox in the offensive end. I see him more aggressive. I see him more intentional with his moves. I see him just playing strong, just playing confident out there. Uh, you know, shooting the J a little bit better. Tonight wasn't that good. Orlando was was a much better showing. And um, had a couple and ones as well. Need to, need to work on his free throws. Two for seven on the night. You know, got to work on your free throws, man. But either way, I'll give Knox the third. Second, I'm going with Money Mitch. 12 points, 9 rebounds, 3 blocks. Thought he he, he uh, took the challenge, the Capella challenge, as, as well as he could. Certainly showed that he could play out there with the big boys. Another efficient night for the Block Nest Monster. 26 or 27 straight games now with multiple blocks. So, and, and, and we all know in that regard, he's in rare company with Shaquille O'Neal, Manupo, David Robinson, and um, I forgot who the other guy was, but that that's Mitch in, in rare company. And then top top player tonight was Mario, man. We put Mario at the starting point guard, and hey, listen, it, we got washed, man. I'm not, I'm not trying to put you no know, silver linings on this thing, but Mario Hazoni with a triple double. Mario Hazoni with a triple double tonight: 16 points, 16 rebounds, 11 dimes. Uh, like I said, I, I think Mario showed that um, he plays a lot more comfortable with the ball. So maybe that's something that, you know, is food for thought. You know, maybe, like I said, you're going to have to round out this roster next year on some cheap minimal deals. You know, he's already said, hey, listen, I want to stay in New York. A lot of guys say that until it's time to, you know, sit at the bargaining table. But. You know, he, he 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 could be a guy that you could look to bring back on the cheap if the market for his services isn't that great. You know, you can still use him to kind of round out your roster there. So those are my three guys. Um, overall, I thought everybody else was, was pretty much terrible. Dotson, terrible on his homecoming. Seven points, three for 14. He, he was just lost out there, a little bit too anxious. Ellington had, had, had you know, some good stats in, in garbage time. But that was about it. You know, Luke, Luke really didn't do much. Jenkins, I, Billy Garrett, I, whatever. You know, a lot of that was in trash time. DeAndre didn't play. And Moutier didn't play. Moutier, Moutier did not play. So, that that's pretty much it, man. Knicks come back home on Sunday. I will be at the game. Knicks versus Wizards. I'll be at the Knicks versus Wizards game. So, uh, you can catch me pregame, halftime, and postgame. Just stick, stay on the channel. And uh, and I'll have some some footage from MSG for you guys. I'll be at that game, and then I'll be at 
the last home game, which is against the Pistons. Me and JLs will do the show from MSG on uh, April 10th, and that will be courtesy of NBA Playmakers. Shout out my partners, NBA Playmakers, for uh, bringing us to the game. All right, let's go back to the phones. Who we got here? And shout out to everybody once again. Hit that subscribe button for your boy. Let's go to um, Ballad from BK. He wants to talk about uh, bringing back players like Mario and Moutier. Ballad, what's what's your reasoning here, man? Man, I just I, first thing I want to say is that uh, I hope Knicks fans don't get too overzealous with this free agency. Don't set yourself up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would focus more on the what we can really control in-house which is developing players mm-hmm. um and part of that is that i think moudier uh vonley and hazonia they're still young and they still have a lot to offer especially with hazonia you know he could possibly be a ball handler for us next year but moudier is shooting 45 percent from the field and averaging almost 15 points a game yeah vonley's been a good player for us and i feel like we can bring those guys up continue to develop them mm-hmm. um It'd be great for the culture, you know, going into next this year's draft, we can get, I have a feeling we're going to end up with the fourth or fifth pick. If we can get a guy like Bobo to put next to Mitchell, that'd be such a great compliment or a big dick of shoot, stretch out yeah, the Yeah, but Bobo Bo just concerns me with the injury, man. That's the thing, man. With his size, uh, yeah. with his size and build, his with his frame. I'm just, I just, I'm just concerned about that, man. I don't know. I, I hear you guys. You know, I, he, he, you know, he, he sounds like he's promising, but I don't, I don't know. I'm just not comfortable with with that. I'm just not comfortable, man. Yeah, you think it's posing it's all over. Again. That's what I'm saying, and and even Mitch, like I don't, you know, I was concerned with Mitch all year with them with them nagging injuries, and Mitch seemed like when he come down on a foot the wrong way, you gotta pray, because you know the, those guys yeah. are just built that way. Mm-hmm. And also, this draft is very deep for people who can, like that second round, the Knicks can get their hands on a guy like T.J. Washington or, or, or Nazir Reed or even Jalen Hands. You know, mm. Scott Perry. You know, the guy's been doing really good with with, with getting development. But yeah. I just don't. I'm one of those Knicks fans. I'm not trying to get overzealous about this free agency thing. You know yeah, I, mean? I, I hear I, you, I man. I, I'm, I'm more the, the the overconfidence is kind of making me nervous as well. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I, I want to uh, be prepared for the worst, you know, be prepared for a mm-hmm. fifth pick and, and no free agents because it, it could happen. It <laughs> yeah. could happen. But even still, I don't want to, because Moutier is going to, number one, Moutier, the cap hold on Moutier is about $12 million. You don't want to do that going forward long term. Mm-hmm. But this team seems to really like him, this organization, this management team. They like Moutier, no doubt about it. They like Moutier. So I get what you're saying. These guys are young. Moutier is on your Vonley, but you can't bring all of them back because now you're really tying your cap space mm-hmm. up for the future, and, and you just can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so, some of these guys got a role, unfortunately, and, you know, maybe they catch on with other teams. But, you know, earlier this season, a lot of us had liked Vonley to come back. Um, I don't know how many people like Moutier to come back. Maybe just you, you know what I mean? But... Uh, I can listen. Listen. I mean, listen. In, in fairness, in fairness, he's had his best season as a Nick. Clearly, the coach likes him. Mm-hmm. He's had some ups and downs. He had some flashes, but um, I'd rather move in another direction. To be honest, mm-hmm. I, I I just feel like he's been it's probably the best point guard we've had all season. All right. Well, you hey, know, Mario Hazonia might have something to say about that, man. 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Mario, Mario Hazzoni might have something to say. Yeah, you know, he. I, I, I thought he got drafted as a point guard coming from Orlando. It was very weird to see that, that he's been a forward since he's been in the NBA. Yeah, more more of a point forward type, more of a point forward type. But like I said, it seems like that's that's where his comfort zone is because certainly off the ball he hasn't made any impact on this team. But on the ball, he seems like you know he, he's holding it down, even though he got scrubbed out. So my question is, if you end up with the fourth or fifth pick, who are you taking? Because I feel like that's what we're gonna end up with. I think everybody's getting excited. Zion mm-hmm. Williamson, all this. And I already know as a Nick, we never have luck. So yeah, who are you taking with the fourth or fifth pick? Fourth or fifth at this stage? I mean, you got to hope that either RJ or Culver drops. So that's, mm. if you're going Zion 1, Ja 2, likely it's going to be RJ 3. So then you're hoping Culver drops to you at 4. Do you know what I'm saying? You get stuck with Cam Reddish. I mean, I don't know. If, I, I may even look at Brandon Clark over Cam Reddish at this point. You know, from what I've seen in the tournament, I'm just going off mm-hmm. of what I've seen in the tournament. Um, I kind of mm-hmm. like I kind of like Brandon Clark's motor a lot better. I, I think he's definitely much more of a gamer mm-hmm. than Reddish, you know, at, at this point. But um, and you're just worried about ball ball. Yeah, ball ball. You know, having not played this whole season and already out with that with that foot. You know, the foot and knee injuries with the big men. It never ends well, man. Ne- never mm-hmm. ends well. You know. Never answer, but we never know. You never know at the same time. Because look at Embiid. I didn't think Embiid was ever going to come back to be half the player he is now. And now it seems like everything is all good with him, and and he's at the top of his game. Yeah, I don't. I, but I don't think it's going to last more than five years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, the way he plays too. You know, he he plays real up tempo. You know, and and also pounds the rock as mm-hmm. well. So it's, it's a lot of wear and tear on you. Like. He, he reminds me of guys like Roy Herbert, guys that come in and just dominate. The next thing you know, they yeah. out on them. They can't do it anymore. Roy, Roy Herbert not even in the league no well, more, man. No, nope, he's retired. He's retired. Yep, he's retired. Roy, Roy Herbert not well, even in the league, man. Uh, it was great talking to you, man. Um, Appreciate it, bro. See you doing the show. Maybe hopefully next year, hopefully next year we do end up with somebody. If I have my, if I have my choices, Next year, take Kawhi Leonard and uh, Kemba. I just feel like okay. that they have a different flair that fits New York. And I don't know if Kyrie and KD would be really committed to come here. But okay. thank you, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. Ball- ballad or ballad? One. Ballad. Ballad. Okay. All right, ballad, man. Appreciate you, bro. And uh, that was ballad. And uh, Ballad, man, I don't know if you want to go into the chat, man. The chat, chat was killing you, man. Ballad said he wanted to bring Moody back. The chat, the chat was having nightmares, man. Let me check and make sure everybody's still with us. Let me make sure, make sure the chat is still still going, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat once again. Post game live. CP on the solo dolo. CP digital. Check out this this uh, this comment from Fizdale. This is this is stuff from Fizdale that like. You love Fizdale, and Daily News website is filled with advertisements, man. They must be struggling to make money, man. Golly, look at all these advertisements on the Daily News website. What is this, man? This looks like World Star Hip Hop. Um, here's what Fizdale had to say about Moutier. Because people was wondering what happened to Moutier. He said, we had to sit him for this one. I couldn't risk him. 
I think about these guys' careers through the standpoint of we're not going to the playoffs. This kid has now established himself and put himself in position to have an offseason where multiple teams are going to want to talk to him. Multiple teams are going to want to talk to him. Multiple teams are going to want to talk to him. I don't want to, I don't want to risk that after he's done so much to get to where he is with the shoulder and a hamstring. We all thought it was just better and it's the right thing to do to give him a game off. Multiple teams are going to want to be interested in him. <laughs> you know, that's that's where it's like with Fizz. Like, all right, Fizz, man. Okay, Fizz. Come on, son. Remember, remember when come on, son, was, was like the, the, hot, the hot term? You got to bring that back. Like, all right, Fizz. You know. But, you know, at the same time, career highs and points per game, 14.8. Field goal percentage, 45%. Moody, listen, from here, this is the best year of Moody's career. Let's be honest, you know. Is it indicative of, of his future? No. But it is it is his best year of his career, for sure. You know. So, I'll let you guys be the judge on that one. But I just had to, um, you know, we got to inject a little bit of comedy into this show to lighten things up a little bit. You know. Light, lighten things up a little bit. So, clearly... You see, you know, everybody's been wondering what Fizdale's allegiance to Moutier, what the big deal about Moutier is. Well, you see it. It's not, it's not a fluke, man. It's not a fluke, you know. Crooklyn X said, guy said multiple China teams. <laughs> multiple overseas teams, says H. Quiet money, please Fizz, spare us with the bad comedy. Stephen Weeks, Stephen Weeks, Moutier's high priority. Listen, man, I, I I wouldn't be surprised, but it's too rich, too rich for our blood. All right, um, we'll, we'll wrap it up with Ernesto from Miami. He wants to talk about free agency. Ernesto, how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good, CP. Thank you for asking, man. How about yourself? Yeah, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Just despite uh, the loss, just looking forward to the end of the season, man. So as as far as free agency goes, mm-hmm. um, who who are your your two main targets? Is, are you with with the KD and Kyrie, or if you could have any two free agents, which which two would it be? KD and, and Clay, or KD and Kawhi Leonard? Or more probably KD well, if, and Kawhi if, Leonard. If you if you're the GM and you have the choice of the, any of the two major free agents, yeah, who are your top two? KD and Kawhi Leonard. Definitely. That, that, that's the way to go. I'll, absolutely. Give me and Katie and Kawhi Leonard. And I'll roll with Allen as my point guard. Yeah. Or 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 you try to you try to get one in the draft, or you try to you know you have leverage. You could, or or maybe you want to roll with DSJ, or do you want to package DSJ or get somebody else? You know. But I want to go with the best offensive player in the game and the best defensive player in the game, and and a pretty damn two-way good players, offensive right? two way player. And the best two-way player in the game. Two-way players on max contract, man. That's yeah. the way to go. Yeah, give, give me that. I I wouldn't uh I would not uh close the door on that. You know? Because remember the the, the original rumor when Kyrie when Kawhi Leonard was trying to lead the Spurs was that he was trying to come to a big market. Now, does that mean he wants yeah. that does that mean the Clippers are in play if he goes back home or the Lakers in play? I don't know, or the Nixon play. I don't know. Who knows? Nobody, know, nobody Lakers, knows what Kawhi Leonard is thinking. I, every, I 
I think everybody's bailing on LeBron, man. Nobody wants to team up with LeBron <laughs> and be the second wheel. <laughs> Yo, poor LeBron. <laughs> Even LeBron's like, yeah, man, people want to play with me. Don't worry about it, man. I don't know LeBron, man. No, and, and, and he's on the decline already, you know. So, yeah. I mean, he's going to get all the credit. He's on the decline, and nobody wants to be the, the second or the third wheel. I'm telling you, man. They're going to treat LeBron oh. like a damn cheap suit, you know. They got to treat LeBron like a cheap suit, man. I'm telling you, the the blatant slander of LeBron James is so crazy that uh, I'm telling you, man, when he's on the decline, y'all are going to trash this dude, man. Trash this dude. I'm telling you. And, and I got another one for you. If we get the second pick, who you, who you take? And, and you don't know for sure if Kyrie's coming. Yeah, I'm going John so, Morant. I mean, you have... Morant is on the board. I'm going Morant. Are you yeah. going to take Morant? Definitely. You going Morant? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's going to be a that's going to be a tough one, man, for the Knicks. I'm telling you, it's going <laughs> to be a tough, tough one because uh, if they don't, if, if they know for sure Kyrie's coming, I mean, well, that's going to tell you something. If if, if 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 on draft night we pick second and they don't and they pass on Morant. I then mean, they that know. tells you. Yeah, that's going to tell, tell you. That's going to tell you a lot. That's going to tell you a lot, Ernesto. For real, man. For real, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. Well, shout out to the chat. I'm going to miss the show. I'm going to miss you guys when the when the season's over. Oh, um, no, nah, we're not going nowhere, man. I'll, I'll guess, be here, uh, bro. You know? No, I'll be here, man. I got I got a lot of stuff I mean, for the channel, man. I got a lot of stuff for the channel. We got. Um, so this is April now. We got. Uh, Last night of the season, we're going to give away the jacket for statement games. We got the lottery show on May 14th where we're going to give away two tickets to the draft on statement games. We're going to have some guests on to talk about the draft. We'll have Spencer back. We'll get um, Tommy Beer back. We're going to get Moke Hamilton. Trying to get Allen Ham, trying to get a lot of guys on. So now we're going we're to be here doing live streams. It'll just be a little bit less frequent, probably like once a week, just to keep tabs on, on what's going All on. All right. Yeah, man. All right, that's what's up, man. All right, man. Have that's a good nice weekend, bro. Thanks for everything you do. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. All right, man. Shout out to Nick Nation out there, man. Yes, sir. Peace. Yeah, man. Uh, Ernesto was signing us off like we ain't going nowhere. Man. Yeah, we ain't going nowhere, man. The content don't stop, Ernesto. This is the one-stop shop for all things Knicks. And so I told you, it's the number one post-game show on social media for the Knicks fan, by the Knicks fan. Yo, I'm almost at 10 thousand subscribers man ten thousand it means a lot man to just be talking nicks doing something right man i don't I don't know what it is doing something right so that's why i need you guys support man share these videos hit that thumbs up subscribe 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 some of you guys watch every day and haven't hit that subscribe button yet you gotta hit that subscribe button it's right there right right it's right there Right below this video, hit that subscribe button. I'm trying to get to 10,000. I was trying to get there before the season ended. That was a bit lofty of a goal. But uh, nevertheless, I say that to say it's a movement going on right now. And and when this team gets back to the promised land, it's only going to get better. So I appreciate you guys for supporting for sure. Um, a couple more things. You know, tomorrow's the final four. Tomorrow's the final four, uh, so make sure you catch it. You got um, draft prospects in uh, play. You got Virginia and Auburn, DeAndre Hunter. That's tomorrow, 6.09 Eastern time. 
And then you got right after that, Texas Tech, Michigan State. It's been two good games. Texas Tech, you got Jared Culver out there against Michigan State. That's an 850 Eastern. So two good final four games. And that should be good. So definitely don't miss that. Um, here's an interesting one. They said Zion could bag a $10 million a year shoe deal. They said a Chinese brand is involved. I don't know. It could be Lee Ning. Remember, remember D-Wade was rocking the Lee Nings? I'm sorry, man. Ain't no amount of money in the world Zion is, is, is rocking no Chinese shoe deal. He busted out of his Nikes as Paul George. You think he's going to downgrade to, to a, a lesser known brand? I think Zion's going to Nike. I think Nike. I think Zion been with Nike from the, probably the time he was in seventh, eighth grade. I think that that deal is already done. I think he goes to Nike. But they say that um, Sonny Vaccaro, who's who, if you guys don't know Sonny, Sonny Vaccaro was he was the man that got Michael Jordan his shoe. He was a big time on the AAU circuit, um, big time shoe uh, and, and marketing and and, and shoe uh, executive. For the brands go between probably got his hands dirty, if you know what I mean. But Sonny Vaccaro thinks he uh, Zion shoe deal will rank top three uh, athlete endorsements. So be on the lookout be on the lookout. I, I still think it ends up being Nike, man. It's Zion, man. You got to go Nike, man. The best of the best go Nike, you know, Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, even though Kobe started with Adidas, the crazy eights. I don't. I didn't really rock too much Adidas. I, I was like a Nike like program head, you know what I'm saying? But so I, I think I think Zion goes to Nike. But they're saying it could be a stupid deal, and they're saying the shoe that he busted out of, they can't find it. What happened to the shoe that Zion busted out of? No one knows. Uh, so that that's interesting. Obviously, somebody uh, janked that joint after the game and. Uh, That'll be sold to the highest bidder sometime. But yeah, shout out to Zion. Shout out to Knicks Fan TV, Dave. Dave, I just shut down the phone, so we're about to wrap up in a second. Just wanted to highlight some of these um, last uh, minute articles. Shout out to Dave. Shout out to everybody on the chat. Sherman says, why can't Zion start his own shoes? Like a big baller brand, right? Listen, man, it take, takes a lot to uh, to start your own shoe company. You know, you see the issue that big baller brand got into. You know, the quality wasn't all that good. And then, you know, the business manager stole his money. So, you know, somebody like Zion for right now, man, I would just go with Nike. Go with the guaranteed dollars. And then once you, you know, once you uh, once you establish yourself, then you could create the Air Zions or something later on. But get that guaranteed money first, man. Get that guaranteed money first. Then you can make your own joints. You can make your own slippers and slides or whatever you want to do. So that's that article. This one was from Bleacher Report, but it's all over the internet. Um, the other article that was pretty interesting was um, from the Ringer. Ringer. Ringer does some good stuff, except I don't like Bill Simmons. But, you know, he's a marketing, he's a, he's a media genius. That's one thing I will say. He's got a dope brand. Um, Stephen Louie from the Ringer. This is the 20th anniversary of the 98-99 Nick team that went to the finals the Cinderella team that went to the finals in the in the lockout shortened year. This was a real dope article. If you guys have time, it's kind of lengthy. So if you guys have time over the weekend, man, definitely give it a read. It uh it took me back, man. This was this was my team. 
94 was my team, but this was my team too. Uh, just taking you back from the beginning, you know, the, the unlikely nature of how this team kind of came together from, you know, kind of shifting from the early 90s teams of the Starks, Oakley, Mason era to kind of this new era built around Allen Houston, Sprewell, Camby, you know, the acquisition of Camby, bringing in Sprewell when he was like the number one most hated athlete, not just in basketball, but in sports. I mean, when Sprewell choked out P.J. Carlissimo, you know, that was that was a uh, a monumental moment in sports. You know, Sprewell was a villain, a villain, man, hated. I'm, yeah, I'm going to post the link in the chat right now. Sprewell was hated, man, and and who knew that, you know, when we got this guy and, and we traded our beloved John Starks, who was the heart and soul in New York, that Spree would just take that spot right over, man. Take take that spot right over. So yeah, this this is real good. This is a really, really good uh job by the ring. I just put the link in the chat of uh, this nine nine team. Just a a scrappy, you know. Ragtag group, they had no business being there, but as they came along, you know, they had to win their last six of eight just to make it, so they just scrape into the eighth seed, then they go into Miami, the hated rivals, Riley had had left, you know, had, had just left, faxed in the resignation to MSG like a snake, goes to the heat where he builds a Knicks clone, you know, spitting image, same plays. You know, you'll read in this article, Van Gundy said, we were running the same plays, same everything. 9-7 is the Charlie Ward and P.J. Brown brawl. 9-8 playoffs is the uh, uh, LJ and Alonzo Mourning playoff brawl. And then comes 9-9. AC goes into Miami. Allen Houston with the miraculous shot. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about this, man. This was This was my team, man. This was my team, man. I always root for the underdog, man. Love the underdog story. So, you know, so then we so we go from Miami, then we go to Atlanta. Tough Atlanta team, very good Atlanta team with Steve Smith. Matumbo was at the top of his game, but we make quick work of them, get them out of there. Then we go to Indiana, the next rival. We lose Ewing to the Achilles. So the captain is gone. You know, the captain. We wanted to win this ring for the captain so bad. We lose the captain to the Achilles. Indiana. LJ with the four-point play. I mean, I'll tell you, man. It, it just, just getting those memories of this team. It, this was the team, man. So, I put the link in the chat. Definitely give it a read, man. If you guys want to reminisce for some of you young guys that didn't know too much about it, definitely read up on this team, man. You know, but the bottom line is this team was built on heart, soul, grit, and defense. That's why this team made it. Because to a man, they defended. And then they were able to get, you know, timely hoops with Allen Houston was able to get those, you know, those mid-range isolation jumpers. Um, you know, Camby was was the the Mitch of that day, you know, throwing everything and tip back dunks and high flying. And, you know, then you had Sprewell. That was Sprewell was the, the heart. That was the engine that made it that put it all together. You know, Houston was the finesse. You know, then you had Childs and Ward. Those, those were, you know, oh man, I, I could go on and on, man, because that that was just that. That's what it's all about, man. That's why Knicks fan TV exists because of teams like this. Real talk, man. Real talk. You know, 
So yeah, hopefully, man, the, the glory days are not too far behind, man. Hopefully the glory days are not too far behind. But uh, you know, we'll make it there, man. We'll, we'll make it there, man. But uh, anyway, I want to thank you guys for joining me tonight. Knicks lose one twenty to ninety six. Get completely bulldozed in miles in Houston. But listen, three games left. It's almost over. Uh, we will be back. I'll be back Sunday. Make sure you um, check into the channel Sunday, pregame, halftime, and postgame. I will be at MSG at Nixon Wizards. So make sure you tune in. Uh, I might have some surprises. We'll see. We'll see what happens when I get there. Uh, check this ch- uh, show out in audio format if you haven't. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Alexa. If you have an Alexa device at home, all you have to do is say Alexa Play Knicks Fan TV. And it'll play tonight's episode or whatever the most recent content is that we post to Alexa. So, we, we in the future, man. We like the Jetsons, man. I'm future-proof in the show, man. You just saw the link to the Twitter group. If you guys want to join the Twitter group, share this video with hashtag PostGameNYK. And we'll put you in the Twitter group. Just share it on Twitter, PostGameNYK. Put you in the Twitter group. And uh, merch. Get your Mitch Please t-shirts, hoodies. The link to the merch is in the video description. And, uh, yeah, man, yo, had a good time despite despite the loss. I didn't really talk about the game too much. Not much to talk about, man. It's really about the future. It's really about the future at this point, man. So that's what it was all about. Shout out to everybody that called in. Shout out to everybody that's sticking through in the chat. You know, some of you guys are regulars. Jack Rhodes, Simma Singh. Ace Bear's in here all the time. Quiet Money's in here all the time. CP the Artist is in here all the time. Frank Matos is in here all the time. Gotta appreciate it, man. Carlos Martinez, appreciate the call all the way from Australia. Keith Sinclair's in here all the time. Yeah, man, appreciate you guys, man. You know, appreciate you guys. So, I will uh, check you guys once again on Sunday. John Talento, appreciate it, my guy. You guys have a good weekend, productive Saturday. And, uh, yeah, man, see you guys, man. Peace, have a good weekend.